Time to wake Time up. To wake up. <laughs> <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. You are tuned into His Hard Line. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families, followed by how we restore the republic so we can have a strong nation once again. So patriots, so patriots assemble. assemble. That's right. Money, money, money. An oldie but goodie. That's right. Some people got to have it. It is... Well, what day is it again? My goodness. It is March 14th, 2023. It is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. So welcome to His Hard Line for episode 483. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. Why? Because they are the host. They are the ones in charge. They are the ones at the wheel. Therefore, they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. Welcome to the show. 
And uh, it is always a pleasure to see this community here each and every night. Really, it really is. You guys are absolutely excellent. Um, and I continuously hope and pray that this continues to you know, grow into the solid quality group that it, this is how, you know, this is already grown, you know, started growing into. And I just hope that the quality of people continues to keep growing, you know, further and further. So um, I really do appreciate that. So make sure a couple show notes, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. I always oftentimes forget, um, share the website far and wide, www.hishardline.com. All right. Hishardline.com. Uh, make sure that you, you know, you, you share that website, you share the podcast. Um, you, you, I mean, you know, first off, I got to say this. So Rietta's husband, um, oh, I forgot his name now. What is it? Donnie, I think it was, if I recall correctly. Correct me, Rietta. I think it's Donnie. I hope. I hope I didn't re misremember. But she was telling me, I remember seeing that. Yep. Angie says, yep. <laughs> I remember she was telling me that her husband is, he doesn't really listen to podcasts and that I'm the only one that he will listen to now ladies and gentlemen that's 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 uh that's a pretty big honor um and i don't know who donnie is i don't know what his preferences are or his taste or anything like that but i gotta honestly say that is a very big honor i mean because it sounds like he's almost like my wife because my wife won't really listen to podcast either she doesn't want to waste her time. She doesn't want to, um, you know, well, first off, you know, she might look at other things like uh, things that will teach her like stuff about homesteading or how to make homeopathic remedies, right? Like she's interested in that. She doesn't really get into the whole talk radio thing at all. You know, um, he, 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 you know, she just doesn't really care for that. So, you know, she's very, very particular and it sounds like Donnie's the same you know he doesn't fill his brain space with just anything and i can appreciate that um i can really truly appreciate that um just for the simple fact that you know when you know the last three years we've had so many voices out there that are still there by the way um filling the airwaves filling the ether with all of this stuff Patriots in control or the white hats, this or the white hats that or the military's in charge of this, that, right? Like we hear it all. Some of which I'm sure is true. Some of it is over-exaggerated. Some of it might not be true. You know what I mean? Um, but here's the thing. The fact of the matter is, is that what I try to do over here is I really do my absolute best to make sure that a, we don't push fear over here on this channel. We don't want to push fear porn because all that's going to do is raise people's anxiety, raise people's stress levels, and that is simply not a good thing. Okay, there's enough news networks and podcasters out there that will do that. Don't really want to do that here. Secondly, we want to try to we you know we want to make certain that we put out solid information here. We want to make sure that we put out good content. We don't want to just put out anything and everything out here or put out the hottest topic just for the sake of gaining more followers and listeners and downloads. See, I could care less about the downloads and listener, you know, growth. Sure. I want more listener growth. I want a bigger following, but I'm leaving that all up to God. Okay. This will grow in its own, um, 
time based on wh- wh- how God sees fit. That's how, what I see. And I, I'll be straight with you guys. I mean, a little over a year later, and this thing has almost grown to, you know, what, five? I don't even know. Podbean gives me two different numbers. On one number, it shows like 560 followers. On a number, another number, it shows like a little under 500. I don't really know quite what the true number is. But what I do know is um, when I look at my analytics, it shows that I have reached just about 4,000 listeners so far after a year. Um, you know, I've got the TikTok channel that's got about 3,400 followers over there. I was thinking about making a new video I had in mind. Um, haven't done anything in a while since those last uh, viral videos that I did. Um, and then, of course, now I'm doing Clout Hub and that's been, you know, gaining more attention, which is great. You know, another three, four hundred views and listens to this show over there on top of Podbean. So it's been kind of nice. Um but anyways, I do want to say thank you to Donnie for 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 um, listening to this podcast, because especially since I'm the only one that he listens to that, that's a huge honor. Like I said, that's a huge honor. And, um, you know, I know what it's like when you you get so sick and tired of all the nonsense out there. You don't want to just listen to anything and anybody. So, uh, Donnie, if you're listening, uh, I think if I read correctly, you are. I do want to say thank you for being an awesome listener. Seriously. Um, I'm humbled and I appreciate that. Um, I really do. That's awesome. I really do appreciate that. Uh, let me see. I'm kind of reading through the chat here before we kind of get started. Uh, let's see here. Destry was saying, Oh, my wife was saying, I only listen to you while well, you better. <laughs> let's see. Destry was saying Alaska assembly orders to Dunleavy being complied with Conoco Phillips Willow project moving forward against DC. 10 four on that took a year he said i remember reading that order too actually uh when you guys put that forward that's awesome that he's actually complying with that good deal that is good you know absolutely like ecstatic to see that take place um that is pretty cool that is really cool so today's episode 483 money or time money or time. So let me ask you guys here, just a general consensus. If you had to pick between having more money or more time, what would you pick? I think I have an idea what majority of you would pick, but what would you guys pick? More time or more money? What would you guys pick? Patriot Beagle says time. Angel Eye says time. Angie says time. My wife says time. Nancy says time. I figured you guys would pick time. Clifford Earl says time. I guarantee you Rietta's going to say money. She didn't put her answer up yet. I bet you she'll put money. Let's see. What will she pick? What will she pick? What will she pick? Oh, the suspense is killing me. She's not putting anything up. We are building a shelf. I don't want any excuses. Get out of here. <laughs> building a shelf. Building a shelf. Here, do you need do you need some uh do you guys need some encouragement here? Uh, we'll give you a we'll we'll give you a crowd cheer. Yeah. You can do it. <laughs> you can build that shelf. <laughs> you build that shelf. Oh man. Don't make it crooked. Don't make it crooked. She said it all depends on what they are used for. (laughs) 
All right. Obviously, a lot of you guys would pick time. Naturally. See, I've always had a sign. Oh, there's the answer. See, I was waiting for it. I was, you know, if you weren't going to answer, do you know what I was about to, you know, push on you? I was about to play this. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. (laughs) I'm glad you answered because I was about to play that at you. Well, I still played it, but yeah. (laughs) Don't be rude. Don't be rude. <laughs> How rude. I got to get a sound bite from, uh, what is it? Uh, 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 oh, what's her name from Full House? The Olsen twin girl. What was her name in that? Michelle. I have to get that Michelle sound bite. How rude. Got to get one of those now. I got to put that on the button. Oh, Lord, help us. Anyway. So, yeah, I'm with you guys. I would pick more time, too. I've always said that time is the only commodity in our life that cannot be recycled. You cannot recycle time. You can't recycle time. And and with time, you know, you guys might be wondering, where is he going at with this? In fact, why did he even bring this up? So so this is one of those topics that is kind of going to be like more based around family right? Life and family, which by the way, I was a little disappointed. You might see right here in the about where it says, since Podbean has a category section to label a show being related to religion or friends, but not family, we are labeling it here as a podcast relating to family. Yeah. Like, so when you make a podcast show and you schedule it, it also asks, okay, well, what's this show about? Is it news? Is it religion? Is it about friends, art, lifestyle? But I find it funny. They have friends, but not family. Friends, but not family. Imagine that. And it's funny you say that, Leslie Liberty. Money is the root of all evil. That saying is very true. Yes, it is. So let's let's read something for a second, and then I'm going to get into why I brought this subject up. So, so you know, the Apostle Paul, in, in his first letter to the young disciple, Timothy, said, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people who are eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Now, this particular verse is often misquoted as saying money is the root of all evil, but notice how money is substituted for the love of money. And money is the root of all evil, but, uh, or excuse me, you know, for the love of money, excuse me, and the root of all evil is substituted for a root of all kinds of evil. Now, these changes, while subtle, have a very large impact on the meaning of the verse. And look, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I've often said money is the root of all evil as well until I started realizing it's not so much the money, but it's the love of that money and what people are willing to do, which is the root of all evil. And this misquoted version, money is the root of all evil, makes money and wealth the source or root of all evil in the world, which I'm sure a lot of you would probably think would be false, right? The Bible makes it pretty clear that sin is the root of all evil in the world. And we could see that, you know, referenced in Matthew 15, 19 and Romans 5, 12, James 1, 15. But however, you know, when we reflect upon the correct citation of that verse, we see that it is the love of money, not money itself. See, someone that I once knew, a late stepfather of mine, I'll just say, I remember he always said, never love anything that can't love you back. That also includes the love of money. 
That is a source of all different kinds of trouble and evil when you put your love into inanimate objects. See, wealth is morally neutral, right? There's nothing wrong with money or making it or, you know, being, you know, there's nothing really wrong with money or the possession of money. I mean, clearly we all use money. So if we all use money, clearly we're not all. But however, when money begins to control us, that's when the trouble starts. So again, I guess, why do I say all that? Right? Why do I say all that? Because I tell you, I had a, uh, I had to pray earlier. So, so where I work at, obviously you guys know that I haul fuel for a major petroleum company. And every so often, about once or twice a year, special uh, assignments get brought up because certain people, you know, it's hard to find drivers anywhere anymore these days. It's, it really is. And there was a job assignment that got brought to my attention that I almost jumped all over. I guess this is where the topic came from, because I tell you, I really had to take it to prayer. Um, It would have been a 60 day assignment. So two months away from home out in Utah. The last one that was offered to us was uh, going out to California, but see, that was, um, (laughs) that would have been a little sketchy because we were trying to prepare for a potential strike over there. And if, the crew out there went on strike, then we would have to cross a picket line to go drive those trucks. Not sure if I was about to put myself in harm's way for that, but Hey, whatever. Um, but this one would have been a two month assignment in Utah. And I'm not going to divulge here exactly what I make here, but basically what it would have, you know, what it would have yielded me would be an additional an additional $14,000 in 60 days, an additional on top of what I would already make. Now for me, that's a, I mean, for a lot of us, that's a lot of money. That's a big chunk of coin. And I'll tell you what, buddy, I was about ready to jump all over that. I was like 14 extra thousand dollars in two months. (laughs) Where do I sign up? I was about ready to jump all over that business. So I I got the figures. I figured out what all the numbers were. And I, I, I texted my wife when I figured it out because they needed, they, they wanted to send people out like this week. And I was like thinking about, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And So I texted my wife and I was like, look at this. And I sent her the numbers. I said, if I did this, this would like really help us get ahead. And don't get me wrong, guys. Like, yeah, I make a health, a healthy income, but man, that comes at a cost. Again, that's why I put in the title money or time. Cause I'd certainly put in the time for that income. There's no doubt about it. I put in the time 2 AM to 2 PM, five, six days a week. 12 hours a day behind the wheel of a truck. I put in time. Thankfully, I'm home every day. But when I got that job assignment, 
that I was, you know, I, I would have pretty much first, I guess, I guess pretty much first dibs at it. Cause I, I, I have a lot of seniority where I'm at. I thought about it and I thought about it and I sent the numbers to my wife. I'm like, what do you think? She goes, look, I, I'm with you no matter what you decide. I support you. It is a lot of money and I wouldn't blame you if you did it. <sighs> but I prayed on it and I took it to prayer. I, 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 I took it to prayer because immediately when I sent those numbers to my wife and, and told her what those figures were and there's something in my spirit that said, don't do it. Now, as you would know, ladies and gentlemen, old Jason, if you would have knew old Jason, old Jason, all right, prior to September of 2020, if you would have met old Jason, I would have jumped all over that and I wouldn't have talked about really much of anything. I would have been like, all right, babe, this is what I'm doing. I'm going out to Utah. I am going to make this extra plane and we're going to be able to buy some awesome stuff. And she'd been like, all right, whatever. Like, I'll you either way. Like, she would have still had that same answer, but, you know, she probably would have been at that time happy to get me out of there because, like I said, <laughs> we weren't that great in our marriage. So she would have been like, bye, Felicia. Like, seriously. Bye, Felicia. That's right. That's what that's what it would have been like. She'd been like, all right, go. Me and the kid, we're going to enjoy ourselves. Obviously, now it's a whole different animal. It's a whole different ball game. We are way better than we were back then. But yeah, when I sent her that text with those numbers, immediately I started feeling in my gut and something in my spirit was telling me, don't go. And I was actually kind of struggling with that at first, guys. Because I was like, man, I'm like, that's a lot of extra money. Like that's more that I can make in, in two months and I would working any amount of extra days in the whole year. So anyways, I decided not to for quite a few reasons. Number one, leaving my wife for two months sounds like it absolutely sucks. I was like, nah, nah. I'm like, that sucks. Kind of like being in my own bed next to my wife in my own home. The other reason was my daughter. You know, she's going to be seven this year. 13 more years is the uh, traditional age where you boot the kids out. Now, we're not going to boot her out at 18, not unless she wants to. I mean, she's more than welcome to live with us till she's, you know, 20 or 21 or, you know, whenever she pleases. I mean, it's a different world now than when we grew up, you know. Hopefully things are much better when she's in her, you know, young adult years. But, you know, from, from the traditional standpoint of... um kids moving out at 18, I, I, I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, my gosh, I'm like, you know, 13 and a half more years that will go by very fast. Like I'm like, I'm just beside myself that she's almost seven. So to miss out two months of her life for what? 14 grand extra on what I, you know, typically make. Nah. I was like, nah, that ain't worth it. That's not worth the extra money. To lose 60 days of my wife and daughter's life. Now, like I said, old Jason would have jumped all over it and been money. Cause I, I used to be a money hungry son of a gun. 
And yeah, Leslie Liberty, that is before the unconstitutional raping and pillaging of our pockets. Yeah. AKA taxes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was reason number two. Reason number three, the assembly. The assembly. There's a lot of important things and big things going on, not just with Michigan, but other states. Now, not that I have a hand in any other state, but there's a lot going on within our National Assembly and within our own state assembly. That would mean I would miss two months, two state meetings, two county business meetings. And that's pretty important to me. So it was a threefold reason. My, I didn't want to lose time with my wife or be away from my wife. I didn't want to lose two months of precious years of my daughter. And three, I did not want to miss out on anything important with the Michigan General Assembly. Very important stuff going on. Now, if I was a little older and our daughter didn't live, you know, was older and, you know, we didn't have any kids in the house. Oh, yeah, I'd be all over it in a heartbeat, but I'd be flying the wife out with me. And be like, come on, babe, we're taking a two month little hiatus and uh, we're going to hotel live it up. We'll get a rental car. You can go explore while I work. At least she could be with me, you know. So, I mean, if I was older, it'd be a different story. In fact, it's interesting. The guys that are doing it are the guys that have kids that are grown and gone. See, for me, it didn't make sense. There was another guy who's got kids that are in high school. He was like, if it wasn't baseball season, I would have done it all day long. He was like, but I can't miss my son's baseball season. I'm like, yeah, I'm with you. I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. And so for that reason, those three reasons is why I decided to stay. Because again, time is more important than money. Now, here's something else that I found. Ten reasons why time is worth more than money. I like this. Now, <clears throat> the first thing is you can't make more time. You can always make more money. That's one thing my father-in-law always says. Ah, I could just do another appraisal because he's an appraiser for, you know, he, he has his own appraisal company. And so whenever he has to spend money on something, whether wanted or unwanted, or he's doing something like maybe taking the kids out on a vacation when they were younger. He always said, ah, it's just another appraisal. No big deal. You can always make more money, but you can't make more time, especially with your loved ones. You know, in fact, time is much more valuable than money because you can use your time to make money, but you can't use the money to purchase more time. You know, the reality is, is that you can lose all your money and get it back again, but you know, you can never get back lost time. There are no chances for you to create more time. Can't add an extra hour to the day. You can't give yourself an extra 20 minutes on this planet or an extra 20 years for that matter. Which is one of the biggest thing, reasons why I also want to say thank you to all of you for spending some time over here listening to the show. Really. Thank you. Yeah, Rietta was just saying, ask a dying rich person. They'll tell you time 100%. Yeah. 
I'm not saying I'm irresponsible with money. In fact, we're, we're, we're pretty good savers. But I've, I've repositioned my priorities and how I invest now. And I don't get so obsessed about it. In fact, rather than trying to be so uptight like I used to be, I try to take the money that my wife and I earn. And yes, my wife and I earn just because I'm the one driving the truck doesn't mean she doesn't earn money because she certainly saves us a ton of money, especially being a stay-at-home mom. I mean, her job is 365 days a year. That's a tough, excuse my language, that's a tough-ass job. I spend eight hours in her shoes. I'm freaking losing my mind. She does it 24 freaking seven, 365 days a year. No, thanks. It's no wonder freaking moms want to drink a lot of times. <laughs> but on all kidding aside, all kidding aside, time is very important. Time creates more memories than money. Now, if you think back to the best moments in your life so far, how many of them are based on money and how many of them are based on time spent with friends and family? Very rarely do we sit back and think, oh man, the day I got that new pair of shoes was awesome. See, time gives us memories we can look back on and laugh or cry. And while money may help, it's never the main focus, right? You need time also to spend that money. See, you may have all the money in the world, but you only have a certain amount of time in which to spend it. That's exactly it. That's one of the biggest reasons why I've shifted my priorities mentally. Because I've talked to enough people that are in their 60s and 70s that have played by the rules. They've invested their whole entire careers. They've put in hours upon hours upon hours of overtime. <clears throat> doing what society has taught them to do. Invest so much in your 401k, match, you know, max out your 401k, make sure you do this, make sure you do that and make sure you, you, you know, you, you, <clears throat> if you want to have the big, nice house, you got to take out a $400,000 loan. Like they, 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 they listen to the rules of society that really an honesty and in all honesty has only really been in existence for about a hundred, 120 years. If you think about it, because if you go back to the 1700s or the 1800s, there was no such thing as a 401k. There is no such thing as retirement. You work until you die. You supplied for yourself. You provided for yourself with the help of Almighty God. But see, we're caught up in this, this mental hamster wheel of running, 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 running. And putting this money in a 401k. And like for us, we put it in silver, which by the way, I need to go buy some more silver. And yes, Rietta, you're absolutely right. I'm so glad you said it. Thank you for saying that. Retirement is not in the Bible. That's right. It's not. Didn't say in the Bible, get to age 65 and then take all your spoils and go play golf and travel around the world. It didn't say that. The way I look at it, I only have so much time with my daughter. I'm going to enjoy my years while I'm able-bodied and I'm nimble enough and she is young enough to want to hang out with her dad and mom. We're going to go and spend some of our hard-earned money and enjoy ourselves. When she moves out, and if, you know, and that point happens, when my wife and I are empty nesters, then I'll put in a little extra time and, and, and work. 
then I'll put in a little extra overtime, or maybe then I'll take that extra job assignment. But by taking that extra job assignment, take my wife with me if she doesn't decide to, you know, get a job, which I hope she doesn't because I kind of like her being home when I get home. See, people, what, what, what did I want to write? Right here, billionaires around the globe have enough money to last 100 lifetimes, and yet they only have a set number of years on this planet. Think about that for a moment. See, money can buy you a lot, but it can't buy you more time. Again, which is why time is the most valuable resource and commodity that we all have. And remember, that's a commodity that you cannot recycle. See, People close to death wish for more time, not money, just like what Rietta was just saying. How often have you heard the story of people saying it went by so fast or if only I had more time as they were living out their final days? We are sure that you have heard that a lot. I am sure that you've heard that a lot. It's something said by so many people so often and with good reason. You know, money may provide us with some luxury, sure, but time gives us so much more. Ask someone with a few months to live if they'd like an extra 25 million or 15 more or 15 more years on the planet. I guarantee you that in that man or woman's going to say, I'll take the 15 extra years. Here's another point. Time brings more happiness than money does. A study published back in early 29, uh, 2009 Ask participants what brings them greater happiness, free time or money. Over half the people involved in the study, some 4,600 participants said that free time brought them more happiness. Yes, it does. My wife said something pretty, pretty interesting here. She says, you always know how much money you have, but you never know how much time you have. Whew, that's pretty profound. Damn, my wife dropped a huge major truth bomb right there. Destry was saying, my wealth is helping others for a better world. Amen. Same. Yeah. That's why I do this podcast. Like I said, if God blesses me somehow, some way with an idea or a plan on how to earn an income doing this podcast, awesome. If he doesn't, not a big deal. That's why I have a CDL and I'm going to continue driving that truck and I will continue to come here every day after work for not so much of a crazy amount of time. Now, if I had, you know, if I was doing this full time, I'd do an awesome, you know, hour and a half show in the morning and an hour and a half show in the evening. But again, everything in time, I don't know. God has the plan. But we need to remember time is priceless. Money is not. Speaking of money, have you not seen what's going on with these banks? I mean, trading stopped with 30 different banks yesterday. These banks are failing and falling. The value of money fluctuates from day to day. It's dropping in value, ladies and gentlemen. That's the other thing I was thinking about. If I went on this job assignment out in Utah, okay, I spent two months away. All right, I make what? An extra $14,000 in what? IOUs? Remember, the US dollar is a federal debt instrument. It's not real money. 
Yeah, that's exactly it. Destry was saying, come home, and then you find out those notes are worthless. <laughs> Angie calls them slave points. I've never heard of it like that. I like that. Yeah, that's what it is. It is slave points. There is no point in having money if you have no time to spend it. Point number eight out of 10. Time, not money, is a great healer. It takes time to gain perspective. It cannot be bought. It takes time to realize your strengths and weaknesses. It takes time to figure out who you really are and who you want to become. Who do you want to become? Do you want to become Scrooge McDuck with a boatload of money and a big secret vault underneath your house? Or do you want to be a man that's rich in time with awesome memories with your family and friends? Which sounds better to you? Those who have time want money. And those who have money want time. Ever hear of that? Have you ever heard that, that phrase before? Those who have time want money. And those who have money want time. You know, the funny thing is that most people want what they can't have. And this is true across both ends of the spectrum time and money spectrum that is see those who are unemployed or have low incomes will strive for more hours or a better paying job while those who are on six figure salaries may moan and groan that they have no time to spend with friends and family now neither of these are desirable outcomes and both will ultimately cause unhappiness in your life A healthier balance leads to a healthier life. It's almost like a, a cruel paradox. You can have all this free time, but no actual money to do anything or have all this money, but no idea how to have free time. The trick is to find a balance and earn enough money without sacrificing all your free time. That's the trick. Wow, Nancy was just saying right here in the chat board. My ex took everything but lost his family. Oh, really sorry to hear that. Angie was just writing right here on the chat board. I read a study years ago that said 80000 a year was the sweet spot. And then Nancy also said, I think I won on that one. I bet you did. I bet you God blessed you generously. Industry was just saying, took my daughter with me for the weekend. Time well spent. Yes, it was. Put time against money. It's no contest. That's why a lot of you put time in the chat board over money. And I'm glad you did. That means you guys have your priorities straight. Leslie Liberty here was saying I had a good job and a company moved and I got laid off working part-time for peanuts now, but now I have the time to help with my elderly parents and grandkids. I love it. That's awesome. You know, I thought about this. When I was in college, I had an old 1995 Saturn, two-door Saturn Scion SE2, little coupe, little, little fiberglass car. It was worth no more than 1400 1500 bucks at the time. 
I had a sound system that was worth double than what the car was valued at, you know, typical high school, you know, college kid priorities. I lived in a $350 a month studio apartment. I need, I think roughly, I don't know what, at 19, 18, 19 years old, I think I made roughly about $1,200 a month take home. If I was lucky just with the job working as a bank teller. And then I worked as a bouncer part-time and then I waited tables at a Perkins uh, bakery and restaurant. So I think collectively between all three jobs, I think I might've made maybe 17 or 1800 bucks take home. Now this was back in 2006, 2007, before I moved to Florida. And I thought about that time and I didn't have much money in my account, maybe $1,800, $2,000 at all times in my checking account. But you know what? I was happy. I was fed. I always had gas in my car. I was able to buy some decent clothes. I had a roof over my head. I was warm in the winter and had a nice cool AC in the summer. I was happy. I actually was really happy. Didn't make a lot, didn't have a lot, but I was happy. But what's cool now is I'm really happy because God blessed me with a job that only schedules me four days a week, four 12-hour days. And it is my choice if I want to work a little extra. So if I just made back to that sweet spot that uh, Angie read off earlier, that $80,000 a year was the sweet spot. So it's interesting she says that because with the job that I have, if I just stuck with just working four days a week at the top pay that I'm at, because I've hit the top pay, of course, where I'm at with the amount of time I've put in with the place I'm at. Just working four days a week, I think I would make, I can't remember, it was like 90 or 91,000. But of course, I'm used to a five-day work week, so I work a fifth day every week. And of course, that's what, that's, that's what pushes me over that six-figure range. And then, you know, there's months where I'm just absolutely retarded, and then I put in a sixth day. That's only if I'm saving up for something. but. Right now, I'm only just doing five days and days. That's it in a pay period. So 10 day pay periods. But what's interesting is God blessed us with a, a job that gives me the flexibility to utilize a three day weekend when I want. Again, having some time versus making extra money. And so what I try to do is I try to get my two extra days out of the way. So I work like a Friday and a Saturday at the very beginning of a pay period. And then I enjoy a three-day week in the following week. But again, this ain't really about me. I guess the whole point is, is that, you know, what do you value more, time or money? And a lot of you, looks like time is the biggest thing. There's no contest, right? Yes, money helps you live. It helps you live your life over that time. But we need to remember, it's time itself that gives you the greatest benefit. That love of money is root of all evilness.
See, Satan thought he would get me, I think. I think this was a test, to be quite honest with you. I think this was a big test, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, because, again, old Jason would have jumped all over this. Now, this amount of pay that they offered for this out-of-town work, I've never, I've been with this company now going on six years coming up in July. I had never seen this kind of jump for just a two-month out-of-town assignment. Now, I have beaten the pornography addiction, so Satan can't get me with that. He cannot attack me and try to entice me with that filthy nonsense garbage. But he thought he could get me with money. He was like, you know what? I know how I can get Jason away from his family. Him and his wife, they're doing so good. He's like father of the year. His daughter wants to be around him every waking moment she has. His wife wants him around. I'll fix that. And then I get presented with this. Like I said, there was a split second, ladies and gentlemen, where I almost took the job assignment. I almost did, but something in my spirit Again, back to that discernment I've been telling you guys about. My spirit said, no, Jason, don't go. I'm glad I listened to it because I truly believe it's a test. Satan can go back to hell where he came from. And I don't serve two gods. I serve one, and it ain't mammon. I serve God Almighty up in heaven. Jesus Christ is my king, not cash. Cash is not king in my household. Jesus Christ is king in our household. Jesus Christ is in the heart of our marriage and in this home. That's it. That's simple as that. So... I think I've babbled on enough. I just thought that was kind of a worthy topic because, again, considering the fact that, um, well, the decision that was brought, you know, before me here just a couple days ago, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? This would make an excellent topic to discuss because I think a lot of people fall for that trap. Yes, I know it's nice to have a newer car. Yes, I know it's nice to have a newer wardrobe. Or, you know, maybe you need something fixed in your house. I, I, I get it. There's always something that comes up that we could always find a reason to, you know, need extra money. Believe me, I can find a hundred reasons to want to make that extra money. But I only need one reason to not take that job assignment and that's my family and yeah just like patriot beagle just said here in the chat god will provide for all of our needs amen rietta says we can never make up lost time i think that's a great way to end the the, the podcast let's end this in a prayer <clears throat> excuse me 
Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you for discernment. Thank you for the resources that you provide for us. You know exactly what we need. We need to remember not to worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. And as we talk about this topic of time and money and how Satan tries to really lure us in with the love of money, we need to remember that you are the one who provides all resources. You are the one who is limitless in those resources, and we need to trust in you providing for those for our our lives. Like Angie puts here in the chat, they fling their silver into the streets and their gold is considered unclean. Their silver and gold cannot save them on the day of the Lord's wrath. They cannot satisfy their hunger or fill their bellies, for it has been the occasion of their sin. Ezekiel 7.19, New American Bible Revised Edition. We need to remember what's really important. And what's really important is our health. Keeping up the body temple, praising you, God, giving you gratitude and glorifying your name, spreading the good news to other people so that they might be able to feel the fiery passion and the love that you and you only can provide. Without you, God, without our good health, we can't take care of our families and we can't lean 100% into you. Really, really appreciate all you give us. Thank you for all the many blessings you bring to us. Even those little things that you give us and bless us with that we oftentimes overlook and take for granted. Much appreciation for all you do. And God, let us always walk in your glory. We pray all of this in your awesome Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. You guys rock. You know that? You guys rock. You guys are awesome. You are the most polite group of people out there. I don't have to push this particular button on you guys. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. <laughs> this is my favorite button. I don't know if you guys can tell. That's my favorite button. Oh, in, in this one. You are fake news. Go ahead. <laughs> I know, guys. I'm so stupid. Oh, I love pushing buttons. I love pushing buttons. That's why this mixing board is so awesome. So awesome. Uh, but anyway, so remember, guys. We, I'm like reading the chat here. <laughs> so Leslie Liberty does a bunch of crying, laughy emojis. You need the China button. I do. I should find the China button. Let's see. Wait. Oh, wait. Destry said you missed my story above. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on the phone. How did I miss that? Let me go up. Hold on. Wait for it. Oh, here it is. Yeah, I did miss it. Sorry, Destry. I absolutely did miss it. He says, got off the plane in Fairbanks Sunday night at 1.30 a.m. Alaska time. 
On my way out to my truck, a woman approached me asking if I could give her a ride two miles away. She missed her flight and no taxi or lift was available. I gave her a ride home and paid me with a hug and a thanks. See, that is outstanding. That's amazing. That is amazing. Sorry I missed that, pal. Seriously, I, I actually really, truly did miss that. That is amazing. See, time. Time. Angie says, men like you are awesome, Destry. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I'm going to have to find that China button. China. Leslie Liberty says, I can hear him say it in my head now. China. Wait, wait. I got a noise for you. Hold on now. All right. This is me completely being stupid now. Hold on now. <laughs> you... Okay, who remembers dial-up? Who remembers dial-up internet and AOL? Do you guys, uh, are there, you guys old enough for that? You guys remember dial-up and AOL? You remember that? Yeah, okay. I knew there were some people here. <laughs> wait, wait for it. <laughs> you remember that noise? Throwback. I remember it. Yes, I remember it. <laughs> You've got mail. You've got mail. There it is. <laughs> yeah, of course I remember it. I was probably, oh, how old was I? I think I was, well, God, oh, I'm going to share a personal story here real quick because you guys will laugh at this. So, when we, I remember the chat boards on using, you know, like AOL, MSN or whatever, right? Like you remember the chat rooms, you remember when you used to chat with people in the general chat rooms, the first thing you would say is ASL age, sex, location. Remember that ASL? That was like, like the first internet acronym ever created. Remember ASL? Tell me I'm not the only one that said ASL. You guys remember ASL? Come on, people. Don't, don't make me feel stupid. Okay. Other people remember that. Yes. Oh, Rietta says, nope. Really? Yeah. That was the first thing that was, that was the first thing you would say when you were in the major chat rooms, you, 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 you know, when people started talking to you and you'd say ASL, it means age, sex, meaning if you're male, female and location. So how old are you? Are you a dude or a chick and your location? That was like the first internet, like acronym. Um, yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> Oh, wait, somebody said state. Oh, maybe it was state. I don't know. I thought it was sex, age, sex, location. I don't know, but there goes my mind. <laughs> maybe my my wife is right. Maybe she has the right state, typically. See, there I go. See, I'm already misremembering. Maybe I'm getting old and senile, guys. I don't know. But here's a funny story for you. So when the time during the days of AOL, I, I remember I was like, what, fourth, fifth grade, right around there. Now remember Star sixty nine um, on on the uh, on the phone on regular phones, right? So if somebody called you, you hit Star sixty nine, got the latest number, right? My mom, she can attest for this, so she'll she'll remember this story because man, oh man, for for a single mother who didn't make a lot of money at that time, I rang up the phone bill to God knows what. Maybe she can remember the number, but I used to star sixty nine every freaking phone call that came through. 
And I think I rang up the bill to like, and this was back in like 1990, um, 1998, 1997, maybe. I must have rang up that phone bill to like $500. Let's see. I wonder if my mom remembers that. Ma, come on, ch- chime in. I know you remember that. She goes, yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh, man, did I get in so much heat for that, guys? Oh, my God. My 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 savings account as a kid got was gone. She was like, this is coming out of your savings. I can't afford this stupidity. <laughs> she says, I also remember you calling 911 just to see if it worked. Yeah, my mom was running on the treadmill upstairs. I'm downstairs playing with the phone. I dial 911. I hear 911 dispatch. I was like, oh shit. Click. 10 minutes later, my mom comes downstairs. Um, hello. Uh, yeah, uh, we received a uh, 911 call from this uh, address. Um, nobody. Uh, no, nobody called 911 here. Um, ma'am, do you have a, do you have a son, daughter here? Do you have a child? And my mom just sat, she's like sitting there in a the door and, and now she's all sweaty, right? Cause she's in the middle of exercising and she's like, Jason. It's like, oh shit. Oh poop. I'm in deep doo-doo, big, deep doo-doo. And so the cops took me outside. They're like, just this happens all the time. Just let us take care of this. They took me outside. They put the fear of God in me, making me believe that I could get arrested for making a false call. But they didn't want to, you know, scare me to the point to where I would never call 911 in the event of an emergency. In fact, I think my wife, she has a story. Maybe she'll tell that one day. Not to today, obviously, for time. And I think she's giving our daughter a bath upstairs. But she also called 911 back in the day when she was a kid. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Anyways, don't ask me what made me realize, uh, remember that story, but the star 69, for some reason I equate star 69 with AOL, uh, maybe cause it's all related to the, uh, you know, to the, uh, phone cord. <laughs> oh, of course she's going to bring, bring up me playing with matches. Yeah. Okay. Since she brought up me playing with matches, that's the other thing I did. I lit our shag carpet on fire and lit our trash in our bathroom on fire. There you go. I like to play with fire. I still like to play with fire. <laughs> Everybody's learning all sorts of new stuff about me. Rietta says I would light up a shag carpet too. <laughs> Okay, we got to get out of here. I'm gonna. It, we're coming up on an hour. We're, we're oh man. We, you know what? That's what we'll do, guys. One day we'll just completely say we'll, we'll take a break from the assembly stuff. We'll take a break from like the world banking, you know, central banking system, you know, crumbling before us and the world ending all around us. We'll take a a break from Jesus. Well, now actually we can't do that. We'll never take a break from Jesus. We'll put Jesus first, and then we'll get into some funny personal stories. We'll we'll share some funny freaking good time stories we'll all crack open maybe a brew or maybe you know we'll make some tea or coffee whatever your beverage of choice is and we'll just sit back and we'll tell stupid stories about what we used to do we'll go back down memory lane and bring up stupid nostalgic you know stories how about that i think that'd be great i think that would be a good time so yeah i think we could do collins i think that'd be a good time 
And, and now that I know the community well enough, I actually feel comfortable answering call-ins from certain people here. Watch, somebody will like completely catfish me. It'll be like someone like like Leslie Liberty. She'll like turn out to be like some FBI dude, yeah, dude uh, and like completely like catch me off guard. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, remember here at His Hard Line, we are firm, we're steadfast, we are uncompromising. And we can't let the enemy keep crossing that line. We have to push back. We have to push back and we can't allow other people to cross that line and get trapped and ensnared by Satan. Okay. Very, very important. So with that, I bid you all adieu and we will catch you back here tomorrow. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Time to wake Time up. To wake up. <laughs> <laughs> No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion, and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost. Don't be rude. You are fake too. Go ahead. Population. So I'm going to leave now. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye. 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 I'm out of here. Bye. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. 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 Thank you very much for coming. Appreciate it. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Go have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bing. Bing. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye to Iowa. Bye bye. And to other places. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye folks. Bye bye folks. That's it. Bye bye. Wave goodbye. Bye bye. Bye everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 B
Bye-bye, Frank. You're a wonderful guy. Bye, everybody. I can go home now. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. I'm going. I'll go to Turnberry. I'll go someplace that I own, and I'll enjoy my life, and that's the end of that. Bye-bye. We're finished. We're finished. Goodbye, everybody, and that's the end. And everyone says, oh, that was fine. 